Welcome to episode four of Breaking Espanol. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Jenny, with my husband, Ben. Hola. So we're back this week, super excited to share a couple things. Uh, we're trying something new, and we want to talk about what we ran into during the week with language learning, any challenges we had, and just kind of update from there. And then at the end, um, a little bit towards the end of it, we want to talk about what we learned. So different phrases and words. Uh, we come across some really fun, like, phrases that are more local. Dichos. What? That's what we'd say here in Tijuana or Norte de Mexico is dichos. It's oh, like there little you go. phrases. Yeah. So that's kind of the format for today. Um, we're just going to kind of get into some stories. So Ben, how was your week as far as did you do Duolingo? Did you practice Spanish? Did you have any like fun, I don't know, breakout moments? Yeah, yeah, I did for sure. Um, Duolingo has been plaguing me. I tend to miss and lose my streak, but I'm almost done. Or I don't know if I'm done. Yeah, you, you're almost finished, right? I've almost finished the whole, I don't know what you call it, a, a path, a plan? I don't, I don't know. know. I scroll down that far and it's pretty it's, far away from yeah, me. Yeah, and, and I don't know why, but I got on this kick in Duolingo where I was really bored of trying to keep all of the little lessons gold or full strength. Because it's such a, it's like an OCD thing for me. I think I want all of them highlighted that they're yeah. completed. Yeah, but for me, uh, it, it, it was more about, I, I, I didn't get much out of learning how to say red balloon again, right? Uh, the, to me, I, I kind of don't care about my status on Duolingo or whatever. I care about learning. And so if I'm not learning, then I'm not interested. And so what, what worked for me was just continuing the path, blazing the trail of uh, learning new things. And so, um, yeah, I think there's like five more bubbles. I don't know what you call those, like courses or lessons or something. I feel like we should talk about how I lost my streak. Oh, that's so sad. How, so how many I days? I got it to 37 days, which was pretty long. I felt like 37? Yeah, I think that was the longest I'd done. That's I don't know great. why, but I was super excited about 40. And then one night, I always did it at night. That's right before bed. I was laying in bed. It actually kind of made me really tired too. Um, and then I, I changed it up and I did it in the morning mm. and it just threw me off because yeah. I think I thought it was the day before, whatever. What I've learned for, for using an app like that is the consistency of doing it at the same time every day seems to make me remember it. So getting back on the streak is hard, but yeah, I yeah. lost my streak. You've been doing pretty well. At no, I keep, I keep missing it, but I do it in the morning and it's the same thing. It's, you know, I'm a creature of habit. I think most people are. Uh, whether you admit it or not. And uh, for me, I have to do it in the morning. If I don't do it in the morning, then forget it. I think I was on not nearly 37, but like 17 or 18 days. <laughs> and then I just lost it once. Yeah. I think uh, the, the upsetting part was, you know, I have a 20 XP goal, which is like, you know, two lessons essentially. And um, I had done one of those lessons, but I didn't do the other one. I think I didn't finish the other one. I was even on the second lesson and didn't finish it. So <laughs> I think that's the part of the game that makes it so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you were at a conference this week. Yeah. Okay. Or so you spoke at a conference this week and you, you always try to speak with someone when you're out and about. And I think it's been a little bit more challenging for you now 
because you work from home, which is fairly new. You've been working from home for about two months pretty regularly. Mm -hmm. So you don't come in contact with as many people as you used to. Did you? Yeah, it's tough. Do you think that's kind of? I'm lonely is what you're saying. (laughs) Um, No, it's, it's interesting working, you know, on your own business by yourself at home because, yeah, you don't have those social interactions. So. Uh, but I'm such an extrovert. It, it's never a problem for me. So, all right. So on to the what happened, right? Okay. So this week I was presenting at San Diego Startup Week, uh, a conference here in San Diego. And um, after the conference or during the conference, I was actually telling a story. During my presentation, I was talking about uh, when we went to Spain, uh, specifically when we went to Sevilla and how difficult it was to navigate our way around Sevilla. And it was a tech conference. I'm talking about how technology, how it's amazing, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but during that talk, um, I asked, has anybody been to Spain? Expecting maybe a couple people. And uh, there's actually a guy who was kind of working at the conference. He was like the guy checking people in when they when they come into the room. And he is from Spain. And so we he's actually from Barcelona. And so we got to talking in Spanish after the uh, after my presentation was over. And we had a long, great chat. It was super interesting. I forgot, um, you know, in Spain, they use a lisp. So when you say something, like here we would say, gracias. Over there, they say, gracias. Barcelona. And he was from Barcelona. So he says, Barcelona. And that's just how they speak. Uh, If I recall, it's because an old king in Spain's history had a lisp. And then everyone started to imitate him out of, like, just kind of, that's what you do. Like, hey, the respect. king speaks this way. That's, like, how you're supposed to speak. And um, and it just stuck. So that's, in Spain, they all speak with a lisp, um, which can be, <laughs> like, really frustrating for other Spanish speakers because it sounds really odd. Um, but anyways, long story short, yeah, he's uh, a young guy. He'd been in New York for four years uh, and then moved to San Diego recently and is really loving kind of the sunshine. It reminds him of Barcelona. Could you understand everything he was saying, even though he... Cause- in Barcelona, they use the Vesotros too, right? And, yeah. and the list. You- well, in Barcelona, so if people don't know this, Barcelona is in a part of Spain um, called Catalan. And so if you're from there, you're from Catalonia. And Spain conquered them uh, around the same time that America got its independence, so a couple hundred years ago. But there's um, been, uh, I don't know, a revolt or rebellion for a long, long time of the Catalonia people and their culture and their history and so, you know, one of the things that we were talking about that was interesting was, you know, he said he was from Spain. And afterwards, I said, ah, you're from Barcelona. You know, you're not from Spain. You're from Catalonia. And he really appreciated that. Right. So that goes into the whole part about our podcast here about compassion and understanding other cultures and understanding these these things where here we may think Spain instantly people think Barcelona because it's like the most popular tourist destination. But there's actually like a really rich history there. And so, yeah, me and him got to talking about that history in Spanish. Now, granted, he is speaking incredibly fast and with vosotros, so another form, plus a lisp. So, um, yeah, not all the words came across perfectly. Did you have to ask him to slow down? Um, uh, you know, I, I don't usually ask people to slow down. Um, but I ask them to repeat. Well, usually I'll kind of pause and I'll look at him kind of with a with a squint and say, "Como?" Um, as in what? Like like a, what did you just say? Like I didn't quite get that. And if they say it again and I still don't get it, then I'll say "despacio por favor," which is slowly, please. 
and they kind of get it right they know it um but no we had we had a great talk uh one of the things that he was really particularly interested in in talking with me about was the music so I love flamenco music, and I was actually playing music at the beginning and at the end of my presentation, mm. uh, which people like because you're not sitting there kind of quietly, awkwardly waiting for some guy to show you bullet points or something. It, it's uh, you know it's it's entertaining, and so I was playing some flamenco style music, and he loved it, and so he was really interested in talking to me about that, especially him being from there. Um, although Barcelona isn't necessarily known for its flamenco. Um, you know, Spain, obviously, it's kind of their, it's it's kind of like the blues here, right? It's kind of like their cultural heritage uh, uh, from Andalusia. So, yeah, we got to talking about, you know, the regions of Spain. And we had, we had a good 15, 20-minute talk, um, all in Spanish. That's uh, super cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was a great experience. I met a woman at Gymboree this week. So I've been taking Jack to Gymboree like twice now. It's one of those things that... You know, you try as a mom, you're like, okay, I hear Jimbree's great. So we've been there a couple of times, but I met a woman. She, I like, feel like I instantly gravitate towards someone who speaks Spanish. I saw her and her little boy was just a few months older than Jack. And I got to talking with her and found out in Spanish. I asked her where she was from and she's from Colombia and our Spanish teachers from Colombia. So right then and there, I know, you know, you know. And I told her... You Spanish, have something in common. Yeah. And I told her our Spanish teacher's from Bogota. And she's like, oh, Bogota. And she's just talking fast. And she's answering questions. And I'm and she's asking me questions. And I, I do have a harder time because I always wonder why I don't say, despacio, por favor. It's like I forget to say that when I'm talking to someone. So there's a lot of squinting and ha. Huh, and, uh, and I think I'm a little bit more timid. So I don't tend to ask them to repeat it that much. But we had fun. She definitely knew I was learning, and we had a great time talking. And during the class, she said to – so one big thing I've noticed, too, is Jack is learning Spanish, and really he knows that we're talking English probably. I'm sure he can decipher the difference of two languages. But at the same time, I try to speak in Spanish as much as possible. And so this Jamboree class is in English. And there's going to be points where he's like, well, that's not what my mom calls the ball, you know. But – this woman, um, I can't remember her name right now, but she pointed to the ball and she said, bola, and I call it pelota. And that's another thing is like, there's so many different words for things, you know? And so I, I said, oh, do you, you know, is it, is it bola or pelota? And she's, she started laughing. She goes, don't listen to me. Listen to your teacher. I don't know anything. And I was just laughing. I was like, no, I'm curious. <laughs> like, I'm curious what's yeah. more common. And I think there's this, wherever you are, you're going to have more words that you use like more commonly. Mm -hmm. And it's good because I hear her say it. So then I know multiple ways, but I probably will just say pelota most of yeah. the time and know that it's also bola. Uh, I think that's what I'm starting to kind of learn is like, I don't need to know every word, but it's good to know it enough to where if someone says it, you're like, yeah. Oh, that's the important part that, that I would agree with totally is, um, you know, don't learn all five ways to say no, it. No, no, no. I'm saying oh. do because you'll hear it different ways and and you won't know what they're talking about if yeah. you didn't know that there's multiple ways to say that same thing. Like, right. like by the way, uh, I learned this one the other day and we can talk about it a little bit later, but Cifras. I don't know what that is. Numbers. Oh. Yeah. Crazy, right? Not Numero. Numero is also numbers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Numeros is like numbers. Yeah. yeah and, and another thing, because... I was a little timid and I didn't want to ask her to repeat herself. I did start to remember a lot of things because there was a few 
I feel like she kept saying something, something kenosis, which I know kenosis to as to be, you know, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't figure out what she was saying. Mm -hmm. And I got in my car and I totally like jotted everything down that I didn't understand to kind of look it up later. And I have a phrase book and I you mm -hmm. know, use word reference and stuff. But that's kind of been my like what I do, because yeah. I think at you kind of smile and nod. I during... smile and nod. <laughs> and, you know, it's a 30 minute class and yeah. we don't have a ton of time to talk. And it's just fun you know, talking to her. But there's the, the things that aren't lost are. Nice to meet you. Yeah. See you next week. And now, yeah, if you see her again. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, and the funny part about this story well, I go is... I home and I study, and then next week I'm going to come armed with things <laughs> to ask. You know, the, the funny thing that you, you described there that happens is when, first off, when you're learning a language and you let someone know, um, they instantly light up and are dying to help you. Uh, then when you have something in common with them, like this girl's from Colombia, our okay. Spanish teacher's from Colombia, um, all those kind of things. Now you're not just, they're not just excited to help you. They're like connected to you in, in kind of a more meaningful way. You know, and that's part yeah. of the whole compassion for other cultures and everything is, is ha making those connections, right? And having those experiences. Yeah, I agree. Yep, that's exactly. Okay, I've got one more quick one. Um, related to the conference again. And this was really cool. A guy came up. Um, I think he was interested in, I don't know, uh, uh, having me talk, look at their technology or something like that. So, you know, something about what I do uh, kind of for, for my job. And he mentioned that he uh, goes to Mexico City a lot and that he has, his company has a big office there. And uh, as we mentioned before, I think I'm going to Mexico City with my brother in, in a, a month or a couple months. Which I am so jealous about. I've been, <laughs> I've been researching Mexico City and I feel like we were going to get, mm -hmm. that was going to be our anniversary trip or something. Because mm -hmm. from San Diego, we can just cross the border and jump over there in three hours. Yeah. Which still sounds far, but it's, you know, only three hours. It's just yeah, like, we, we should talk about that real quick because I think that's cool. What? I think that's really special. I think like there's a lot of these little things that people might not be aware of. Yeah. Oh, the the bridge. Yeah. We just got a bridge connecting the U.S. to Mexico that you, when you have a plane ticket, mm -hmm. you buy a plane ticket, mm -hmm. it gets you and only you with a plane ticket across this bridge. Right. It's eighteen dollars. And, and the bridge goes where? The bridge goes directly into the airport. Right. So there's two. No, there's one spot to grab the bridge. Right. Mm -hmm. It's on the. Um, on the other end, and you go, you park your car, or you get mm -hmm. dropped off, or you take an Uber. On the U.S. side. On the U.S. side. And no customs at that point. You just walk over mm -hmm. into the airport with your plane ticket. You pay to cross the bridge, which mm -hmm. I think is cheaper than a cab. I think the, oh I, think, my gosh. I think it's, is it 16 or $18 Something, to yeah. cross the bridge? And then you're right there. And the nice thing about flying out of Tijuana or flying out of Mexico to Mexico is mm -hmm. it's just like going through a it's domestic flight. no longer an international flight. Yeah. It's yep. really quick. And then to get across the border, you now are only... Because the border can be pretty... Especially our border, we have one of the most crossed... It's the it? busiest. It's the busiest, Yeah, right? San Ysidro yeah. is the busiest border crossing between two countries in the world. It's so busy. People commute um, mm -hmm. just to go to work. People live down there and commute. Mm -hmm. uh, there's the airport, everything. Yeah. And so the fact that you now take a smaller number of people that you're trying to cross on right. foot and by right. car is so much better. And so it's on foot. You cross over, but then your car's on the other side or your mm -hmm. husband's picking you up, your wife's picking you yeah. up, your friend. And, and there's no real delay because no it's delay. only people getting on a flight yep. with a ticket or people that just landed. 
So it's kind of um, has this like oh, there's a good um, space in between, right? If mm-hmm. a flight comes in, everyone walks across. But, I mean, Whereas like we were at the border last time we flew into Tijuana. This was before the bridge was built. It was mm-hmm. kind of like the bridge is coming, but it wasn't there yet. Right. And we crossed. It, it was a Friday night. That was the problem, I think, yeah. too. It was a Friday night. We it was flew like afternoon in. or something. I remember it was hot out. It was like four o'clock, four yeah. or five o'clock. It was around the same time of year. Just right standing now. in the sun for two hours yeah. with your bags and we were in coming, Mexico. <laughs> we were coming back from um, Tulum, from Cancun. Right. And yeah, it, it kind of sucked. You know, it sucks standing out there in the line. Every, other than having a couple churros or, you know, right. some food. Right. It's literally, you're just standing there. <laughs> that is. One of the funny things is you can literally buy anything you could imagine while you're standing in the border. Wait, you need a cell phone cover? Sure. Yeah, we've got those. Yeah, so (laughs) go ahead and finish your story. But that's our little, our little. Yeah, it's just really special, you know, I mean, and I guess we're we're real lucky. But it's just this idea that um, especially when you live where we live, like Mexico is just a part of it. You know, it's not a separate place. I mean, we actually have a bridge now. It's such such a cool thing. So I'm going to get to use that when I go to Mexico Mexico City. City. So now, you know, I'm talking with this guy after the conference about it. He emails me a follow up and he even offered um, to have like someone he knows kind of show us around down in Mexico City. Oh, wait, not when I'm with you. (laughs) <laughs> well, we can have another trip. Yeah, you know. Uh, I thought I was all excited. I'm excited now. We're also talking about uh, me speaking at his company. Would you speak in Spanish? Ooh, I would love to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm totally confident to give like a 40-minute presentation. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, advanced. The, the real thing is in business, I mean, it's just like anything, right? I mean, I would sound like a second grader. <laughs> well, it just wouldn't be at the height of what your knowledge is in your right. field. It'd be... Right. Kind of having to simplify well, you know, so much. A lot of these, I mean, a lot of people there look, grow up learning English, so it's not. Well, Mexico City, it's yeah. such a yeah, it's they, huge. Well, right. it's just more advanced like that that mm-hmm. they do learn it in school and things yeah. like that. It's but, a real city. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we meet a lot of people from Mexico City. Well, I yeah. feel like more recently, right? Like when we were at that restaurant that one night, mm-hmm. her little kids were saying hi to Jack and. She kept saying, hola, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't this past week, but it was maybe a week or so ago that I ran into some other people from Mexico City um, downtown walking around. I feel like, too, it's because we're going there and talking about it that we are excited and we meet people and we're like, oh, Mexico City. Yeah, it's one of those things, right? Like, you, But you just bought the new Acura, whatever, and then you look as you're driving, that's all you see are that same car. Yeah, Yeah, maybe that's it. But um, yeah, you know, there does tend to be a lot of people... And maybe it's just because it's an easy flight, you know. I think it's like three and a half hours. Yeah, and I mean, for them, San Diego is a great vacation spot. You know, Southern California—it's a good yeah. avenue to get other places. LA, it's the United States. You know, there's like different stuff here, and it's you know just different all around. Yeah. So it's nice. You know, I, I think it kind of leads into another thing we did this week is we watched. I don't. I don't think I had seen it before. The Anthony Bourdain when he's in Mexico. Is it? The yeah, movie? I hadn't seen that one either. Is it no reservations. No reservations. No reservations. Mexico in City. Mexico. Mexico City. Oh, he goes all around, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's just No Reservations Mexico. Right. Um, he has a couple shows, so I'm not positive. We'll put in the show notes. It's either the... Parts Unknown or yeah. No Reservations, I don't recall. Either way, we'll put Whatever's it in the show Whatever's on Netflix notes. right now. But it was, um, he was in Mexico, and it was a few years old, and the big thing with Mexico for so long was no one wanted to go down there. I mean, I still talk to people that don't want to go down there because they're scared and all that. And the thing is, it's really, um, it's not it's not what you kind of think it is. It's, mm-hmm. there is, there was a lot going on as far as drugs and there, mm-hmm. probably, there still obviously is, yeah. but 
it was cool. It was cool to see the show because even the guy said, um, well, yeah, you know, there's murders and things like that here, but it's all people that deserve. it's usually it's like, not that they deserve, but they deserve, it's it, related but to something it's like, related to Oh, the, a drug dealer killed another drug dealer. Right. Not like a person killed a bunch of innocent people for no reason at all. Right. Yeah. So which doesn't happen in the U S right. Right. Never. So that kind of was leading into the, you know, Mexico is safe. There is so many beautiful places and it's unfortunate that it kind of the media that we see. So the, the episode, there was a couple things. I wouldn't recommend the episode for people with it's all Anthony Bourdain and his animal rights. Like <laughs> whoever edits that thing almost loves to put stuff uh, in. So I have to look away a little bit, but besides that, Mexico is such a beautiful country. Oh, the very food special. is amazing. Mm-hmm. He kind of goes around Mexico a little bit, um, Mexico city a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he heads down, um, down to Oaxaca and yeah. I, kinda, I always get inspired by his shows. And I think my next recipe I got um, to inspired to make was he took the squash blossom, you know, the little squash blossoms. There's a couple yeah. restaurants here that yeah. do it and cheese. And they put it in between like really fresh homemade quesadilla, right? um, tortillas like and make quesadillas. Blossom, yeah. Oh, they looked amazing. So that's going to be something we make. I'm looking forward one to day. it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun watching that show. We usually come across a Spanish movie or something mm-hmm. that we grab onto. And that just happened to be one this week. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I actually heard that on another podcast from people that traveled to Mexico. They're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I've been traveling there for years. I never knew, you know, there was parts of Mexico like this. Cause it, you know, it probably is parts unknown because his thing in that parts unknown, yeah. in, in, in that show specifically, it's about exploring places that, that Not just aren't going to Cancun. Right. Like, yeah. you remember when he goes to Miami and he goes to, like, East Miami? Oh, yeah, that one was You so know? Good. And you're like, where is he at? And you're like, oh, okay. So, it's a, it's a new thing where it's definitely not him going to popular tourist destinations or any anything like that, right? His are, And that, that's what makes his show, you know, besides him being an entertaining guy and great writer and all those things. I mean, it's it's interesting because he explores places that you so curious, probably would though, never see. Does he speak Spanish? You know, I feel like I ha- I've heard him say... I want say- to know. Does, maybe someone could answer this question. <laughs> maybe Does he'll Anthony answer it. Bourdain speaking other languages because he, you know, he, he speaks in English usually and, yeah. or wherever he is. He doesn't usually speak in other language. But then but you hear him respond. So fast. Yeah. Like someone will reply... Like unless they just cut out the translator part and they stitch it together, but... No, no. It's... That would be... I know. Because it, it's video too. It's a it's, question I want to know, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anything else we watch this week or I don't think we did Bobby Zoom oh Bobby Zoom okay so Jack is 11 months now 11 months. almost he's gonna be 11 months tomorrow, tomorrow? Sad or two days yeah. so quick goes so fast but uh, I've been I was asking um, I was looking up nursery rhymes for him I was having kind of a hard time understanding them when I just read them because I think it's the I know the tune to Itsy Bitsy Spider I know the tune to all those but understanding it. So I found, is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. It's called... On the um, kids section. Yeah, it's called Bob. It just says Bob Zoom in Espanol. And it's perfect. It has Wheels on the Bus, It's a Bitsy Spider. Um, Ronald uh, McDonald. Ronald Mc, no, not Ronald McDonald. Old McDonald. Old McDonald. Old, Old McDonald. McDonald. Except they say um, Uncle Tio's Farm. In, la Granja de In La tío. Granja de Mi Tio. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what... Look at you. You're learning it. So, hey, those things, I mean, I sit there. It's yeah. like 13 minutes or maybe it's a little bit longer, but 
it's not annoying yet. Because there's only I'm one season. It. That's the only problem. Yeah, there's only we one already season. binge watched the, all of Bobby Zoom in Spanish. And Jack loves it. So that's yeah. been, yeah, Bobby Zoom is definitely on that's rotation now at our house to, to watch with all the nursery rhymes. I tried to watch another one too, El Chavo. Oh, you know what? But I couldn't do it. It was so bad. Yeah. Not that it was bad. It was just old. And but it was like not, uh, it was just hard. We need to find this. This is a, a good homework for us. There, One of our friends was telling us that I think it was a podcast or something that in different languages that oh. animals make different sounds. Yeah. So you know how we think a cat goes meow and a dog goes rough and a, you know, mm-hmm. rough. Is it rough or woof? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the dog. And a cat goes moo and whatever. So in different languages, right, they have it different... sounds different. So like dog in Spanish, this is the one we know for yeah. sure. It's wah-wah. G-U-A-U oh. or G. Way, way. No, they, I think they say wah-wah. Wah-wah. Well, I think it's one of those, but yeah. we need to find that because he said it was super interesting. That's interesting, yeah. And it is funny and, because... And it, they were it, saying sometimes it's totally right and we're totally wrong. And we're totally wrong. Yeah. So like the, the pollito, pollito, pio, pio. Oh, yeah. So little chicken, pio, 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 right. is chirp, 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 I guess. That's yeah. what we say, which doesn't make any we sense. We say chirp, chirp. Do you think but pio, pio? Pio, pio, pio. That's like what they sound like. <laughs> no, that was just hilarious. Pio, pio, pio. You don't like... I can do that all day long. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, so That's I what they that, sound like. I guess, I mean, it... it I, I agree with that more. Yeah, I, so that, that's going to be something fun. I'm going <laughs> to jot that one down right here, but... So now we're going to do a new segment we're calling This Week I Learned. And we're just going to talk about phrases or words or things that we've actually learned. So the actual language learning stuff that we've caught on to and is kind of either new to us or different than what we've... Uh, had before. So we're not going to try to teach this stuff. Again, we're not teachers. Um, We're just going to share the things we learned. um, And maybe those will inspire you to look them up or, you know, dig deeper into those topics. All right. So what did you learn this week? My first one was Bren Buen Provecho. Say it again. Buen Mm -hmm. Provecho. Povet, not Provecho? Provecho. Okay. Spell it for me. Buen. So Mm -hmm. like bueno, buen. Okay. B-U-E-N, uh-huh. Provecho, P-R-O-V-E-C-H-O. Buen Provecho. Buen Provecho. What does that mean? means enjoy the food. Enjoy the food. Yeah, I learned that Why from... does that mean that? <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, we're not teachers, right? This is just something... It's yeah. a command kind of, I think. Right. But um, our, my nanny said it, or our nanny said it to me. Right. Um, enjoy the food. And then, randomly, I heard it... The same week on, well, maybe just because I knew it. Yeah. Um, on Anthony Bourdain when they were well, yeah. like enjoy the food. See. All right. What about you? I have a bunch. Oh, but okay, let me finish mine. Yeah, let's go so, to yours first. Because I didn't really have as many that I wrote down this week. Yeah. Um, agua fría. So cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I say like I'm cold, I say tengo frío. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought frío. It's always frío. Right. And so I always say agua frío to Jack because he likes to drink out of my water bottle and mm-hmm. it's really, really cold. And it's not. It's fria. And it makes right. sense. It totally makes sense when I see it written down. But that was kind of a light bulb for me was it's right. it's agua fría. Because it's a, an adjective describing a noun. Right. And it's... And in Spanish, and it's masculine and feminine. Yeah. Right. So uh, frío or fría. Yeah. That makes sense. And then just... This isn't really what I learned, but it was a funny one. Um I was trying to learn the word for sink and there's always a lot of <laughs> options, right? Going back to, mm-hmm. there's always two or three 
sometimes there's two or three ways to say probably one thing more in some or more. Cases, yeah. So I usually ask someone what would they would say, and I start from there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's my nanny or someone at work or um, our Spanish teacher, and so I ask our Spanish crew. Our Spanish crew. So I asked Patricia, our mm-hmm. nanny, um, how to say sink. And she looked at me and she goes, sink. And I started <laughs> laughing and I said, really? And she goes, well, I'm from Tijuana. <laughs> and so. That's a Spanglish. Yeah, it says Spanglish. So she, most of the time, everything has a word, but I thought that was mm-hmm. a funny one. She said sink. You know, it, that, that right there is interesting because we're learning from somebody that is from Colombia. And we learn, uh, you know, not not like proper, formal, different stuff that nobody ever says, but just like Latin American Spanish versus border Spanish. Spanish, Or if you were from Mexico, you'd say Norte de Mexico, the northern Mexico. So sometimes I'll say those words and people look at me like, what? Yeah, it's a little bit more, not proper, but it's proper. It's good to know. Glasses is one. So the word I know from class was gafas. For glasses? For like reading glasses gafas is glasses and then if you want like sunglasses it'd be gafas del sol and i was talking to our, our one of our neighbors actually and he started laughing well he, he looked at me kind of sideways and said como and, and and you know he speaks english i said your glasses he said oh lentes lentes is only sunglasses or is lentes lentes it's the same deal lentes oh. is glasses and lentes del sol is sunglasses. sunglasses. Oh, okay. So he was like, huh? Do you think that's like Norte de Mexico or is that, I, I think that, English? I or? think he didn't know gafas as glasses because he's so used to not using that word. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's funny how you run into those things. Right. What did you, um, what did you learn this week? Okay. Uh, mucho. See? Yeah. I won't go into all of it. I, I think it's too much. Um, but a ver. H a b e r. Okay, a bear. What is it? it's a, a verb meaning? It's like to, something will happen or you will do something to do, right? Yeah, I, I think of it like as a to ser, do. but a different form of a ser. Isn't a ser to make? To make to do. Okay. Yeah, all okay. that stuff. What did you learn about it? Um, well, I learned how to use it, sort of, oh. um, in different tenses. So, uh, uh, in a past tense, you could say, "as visto." So, as is like the you, you. form, to form. So, uh, as visto. So, have you seen, visto uh, is, you know, to see, um, la peli joy or something like that. Mm. Right? So, you can say like, as visto uh, la peli, you know, whatever the name of the movie is. Pe- peli is a shorthand for a pellicula, which is movie. So, um, as visto or as ido or as oh, whatever. I know, as ido. Yeah, is like have you yeah, cause I always, something. Because I feel like a common one I ask is have you been? Uh-huh. And don't you say as ido for have you been? Like have you been to a place? Yeah. Have you been to that restaurant? Have you yeah. been to I think it's have you done, but yeah. Yeah. I, but don't you say as ido? Like have you tried that? Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then And that's you, past tense. That's past tense, right. Um, so another one, which was the opposite side, was like um, ayer había. So this is a bear again. Había una mujer aquí. Yesterday there was. So ayer is yesterday. Había there was. So it's it's like you had, or he had, or she had, or it had, but past tense, right? So yesterday there was una mujer aquí, uh, a woman here. Hmm. So this word. So is that past tense? Um, 
Yeah. It is past tense. But it's a different type of past tense. That's interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, another another example there was, habías llegado después de mí. Habías is, uh, you will have, this is like future tense now, you will have, habías, you will have llegado, arrived. Because llegó is to arrive or llegar is to arrive. So that was a super interesting one. And then the shortcut for all of the past tense stuff that I learned uh, randomly on some other podcast, I think, was uh, saying antes, which means before. Oh, before, yeah. So if you don't know the word for past tense for something, you could just say, you know, yo viví uh, antes en San Diego. I have lived before in San Diego, which means like if a Spanish person heard that, a Spanish-speaking person heard that, they would they would understand it as like, I used to live in San Diego, mm-hmm. you know, which versus like vive or like the correct well, past tense form. Yeah, we talked in, um, we, we talked, we still sometimes talk in present tense. Yeah. Even when we're not supposed to, just because we don't sometimes always know. The conjugations will get you, man. Yeah, but they I feel like, you. I know, I feel like we, <laughs> we talk, that's kind of what we were taught was to talk in present tense. Mm-hmm. And you can also, you can always say, a year, you know, mm-hmm. yesterday. Right, or we went to the we we go to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, and it yeah, you know, if you think of it, yesterday we go to the beach. They get what yeah. you're saying, so yeah. that's that is a good shortcut until you learn past tense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right, I enjoyed talking to you today. Well, you too, husband. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. You can now subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud or any other app you use, as well as you can listen directly at breakingespanol.com, where we include our full show notes for each episode. All right, that's it for today. Ciao.